Acts 24. Five days later, the high priest Ananias went down to Caesarea with some of the elders and a lawyer named Tertullus, and they brought their charges against Paul before the governor. When Paul was called in, Tertullus presented his case before Felix. We have enjoyed a long period of peace under you, and your foresight has brought about reforms in this nation. Everywhere and in every way, most excellent Felix, we acknowledge this with profound gratitude. But in order not to weary you further, I would request that you be kind enough to hear us briefly. We have found this man to be a troublemaker, stirring up riots among the Jews all over the world. He is a ringleader of the Nazarene sect and even tried to desecrate the temple. So we seized him. By examining him yourself, you will be able to learn the truth about all these charges we are bringing against him. The other Jews joined in the accusation, asserting that these things were true. When the governor motioned for him to speak, Paul replied, I know that for a number of years you have been a judge over this nation, so I gladly make my defense. You can easily verify that no more than twelve days ago I went up to Jerusalem to worship. My accusers did not find me arguing with anyone at the temple or stirring up a crowd in the synagogues or anywhere else in the city and they cannot prove to you the charges they are now making against me. However, I admit that I worship the God of our ancestors as a follower of the way, which they call a sect. I believe everything that is in accordance with the law and that is written in the prophets, and I have the same hope in God as these men themselves have, that there will be a resurrection of both the righteous and the wicked. So I strive always to keep my conscience clear before God and man. After an absence of several years, I came to Jerusalem to bring my people gifts for the poor and to present offerings. I was ceremonially clean when they found me in the temple courts doing this. There was no crowd with me, nor was I involved in any disturbance. But there are some Jews from the province of Asia who ought to be here before you and bring charges if they have anything against me. Or these who are here should state what crime they found in me when I stood before the Sanhedrin, unless it was this one thing I shouted as I stood in their presence. It is concerning the resurrection of the dead that I am on trial before you today. Then Felix who was well acquainted with the way, adjourned the proceedings. When Lysias, the commander, comes, he said, I will decide your case. He ordered the centurion to keep Paul under guard, but to give him some freedom and permit his friends to take care of his needs. Several days later, Felix came with his wife Drusilla, who was Jewish, he sent for Paul and listened to him as he spoke about faith in Christ Jesus. As Paul talked about righteousness, self-control, and the judgment to come, Felix was afraid and said, That's enough for now. You may leave. When I find it convenient, I will send for you. At the same time, he was hoping that Paul would offer him a bribe, so he sent for him frequently and talked with him. 
when two years had passed. Felix was succeeded by Porcius Festus, but because Felix wanted to grant a favor to the Jews, he left Paul in prison. Today's devotional was written by Ben Hyatt and is read by Martin Kirkby. The Apostle Paul is in Caesarea, having been taken there by the Roman authorities for his own protection. The same Jewish leaders who violently opposed Paul in Jerusalem now come to Caesarea to bring charges against him before the Roman governor, Felix. Paul defends himself but also takes the opportunity to share his faith. It has often been during trials in my life, not literal ones like those of the Apostle Paul, that I've experienced God's presence and help the most. I remember one season where it felt like lots of things were going wrong all at once, but God seemed especially close to me. My faith in Jesus and his resurrection brought comfort in the midst of the difficulties. I'm amazed and inspired by Paul's courage and example during the trials he faced. The Apostle Paul faced immense pressures. A group of his own Jewish people had taken an oath to kill him and he found himself under the uncertain protection of the Romans. All this was because of his faith in Jesus and his courageous willingness to share the good news at huge personal cost. In the context of Paul's trials, literal and metaphorical, he demonstrates a resilience, poise and boldness that could only be explained by his faith and hope in Jesus. Are you or someone you know facing a particular trial at the moment? Ask the Lord for help in your situation or think about how you might be able to encourage someone else facing difficulty. Welcome the Holy Spirit into your life right now. Let him draw you to Jesus. Spend some time reflecting on verses 14 and 15. However, I admit that I worship the God of our ancestors as a follower of the way, which they call a sect. I believe everything that is in accordance with the law and that is written in the prophets, and I have the same hope in God as these men themselves have, that there will be a resurrection of both the righteous and the wicked. Ask God to fill you with his Holy Spirit right now. Ask him to help you or guide you to someone in the season of trial at the moment. Let's finish with prayer. 
Lord Jesus, we thank you that even though in this world we face trials and trouble, you have overcome the world. Thank you for the hope we have in you.